What is up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Subjectively Speaking. My name is Jeremy Paul. And I'm Laura Norman, and this is episode 37, game 44, the Columbus Blue Jackets versus the Chicago Blackhawks for the eighth and final time this season. Thank Christ. And if you have listened to the podcast over the course of the last two weeks, you're familiar with the fact that the two players that we have demonized the most on this podcast between the two of us over the course of the last two weeks were the two Blue Jackets goal scorers as Stefan motherfucking Mateau and, and motherfucking Line. Oh, see, I said it with gusto. I was excited about saying Stefan Mateau's name and you were like, Patrick Line. Fine. Patrick motherfucking Line. I hate that you had every single letter in that. I hate that you said motherfucking. Like that was like <laughs> you really pronounced that. Like you really went for it and you really said that. Um I did. Yeah, but I mean Laura, his goals, are you joking? I know. They were beautiful. <laughs> oh my God. And they were different. I mean, one was his signature, but then the other one was like superhuman. I wonder to what extent it's just a matter of like y'all can go out there and play however you like really wanted to play because like this doesn't matter to this point so like go have fun. I mean truly like they know that they're not going to the postseason. I mean Aaron Portline said it like perfectly today in one of his tweets because someone was like are the Blue Jackets like out of the playoffs and he goes numerically or mathematically no realistically yes so and I mean we're not going to talk about it in today's episode but the trade deadline is over so they know what their team is going to look like for the rest of the season and pending injuries they just like this is who we've got and they can, they can kind of play however they want because essentially what was the quote unquote blue jackets is not really, not really there. One could argue it hasn't been there the whole season. So, um, you know, so maybe that, maybe some of them are feeling freer. I mean, I know Max Domi was feeling pretty fucking feisty he was feeling something he was feeling his oats he i mean wow (laughs) he like did a body transfer and became his dad like well and that's what people said too on social media tonight they were like listening to his post-game interview it leaves no no question to whether or not he is ty domi's son or not so i mean he railed on what's that guy's name connor murphy yeah, he like basically called him, I hate this word, but he basically called him a pussy. It <laughs> was just like, he should be embarrassed that he didn't fight me back. I'm personally afraid of of Max Domi for Connor Murphy for next year because <laughs> at the end of his at the end of his press conference, or you know, he says, um <laughs> He was like, yeah, we'll probably play them next year, which that line was funny to me because it's like, yes, Max. Um, we'll probably play them next year, and I have a good memory. I said, 
Oh, that's so hot. I cannot. I'm getting tickets to that game. I hope they I hope we play them here first next year. Yeah, I would love to see that uh, memory recall um, mm-hmm. and some bloodshed. But yeah, I mean, it was hard. And I think a lot of people were freaking out at first because you couldn't really see why Max got mad. And then when you go back and look at the tape in slow motion, Connor Murphy definitely elbows him straight in the head. And then, you know, as he said in his post game, he was like, when that happens, you usually, you know, people should know that, you know, a fight or something is going to happen afterwards. It just happened to be at a certain camera angle that no one really knew what was going on. Yeah, that was tough. I, and he said it too. He's like, I need to be better in that moment and like not take as many penalties as I did. But honestly, I'm not mad about it. I mean, and that's coming from me also, like where the other night Stefamato had that like almost questionable hit um, against Mikhail Sergachev. And I was like living for it. I was like put more of it into my veins. So I don't know. It's also like the thing that you and I have talked about like all season where it's like, I just want somebody to play like pissed. And so seeing, seeing Max do that, I mean, Max has probably been the most consistent in terms of playing pissed off on the team this year. So more power to him. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was nice. I mean, again, hockey is one of those sports where like you can say it's it's nice when your team tries to beat the crap out of the other team. Um, So and especially in a game like tonight where it was so back and forth and, you know, it was a very close game. Um, we lost in overtime uh, four to three, but, you know. We didn't even say that, did we? <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> I like it this way. Um, you know, we rallied. We actually had a lead for more than like a minute tonight. So that was kind of nice. But, you know, then we just sort of pissed it away a little bit. And then, you know, your boy, Patty, came in and tied everything up with his superhuman skills. My God, his intermission interview with Dave Metzold. So good. I don't know how you don't like him as a person. I know he doesn't have like a lot of like, he's not dynamic in the sense of like his personality. He's very like flat. He's very, he has RBF like crazy, but like when he does those interviews, right? Like there is something about him that I think is just so refreshing in a way that's like almost like refreshing in the way that sour is refreshing where it's like, Ooh, that's different. Ooh, I kind of like that. Ooh, I kind of like, like, I don't know him. What did he say? He's like, yeah, now I guess we'll just see what uh, David Metzold asked him, you know, hey, like, you know, you kind of like look like you've got your confidence back in your shot and this and the other. And he was like, yeah, I guess we'll just have to see whether or not I don't score for another 15 games. And I was like, (laughs) God damn. (laughs) All right. Well, and he also did that in his post game where he was like, I mean, I guess I'm okay. Like an all right player. Um, And I don't know. It's just, it's a lot of things for me with Patrick Wine. I'm sure, I, I assure everyone that should he remain a blue jacket, I will probably get over it. <laughs> because if he remains a blue jacket, I know that Yarmo Kekalina is going, going to do whatever the fuck he can to build this team around Patrick Line. So I'm going to have to get on board one way or another. 
this season has just not been a highlight for either Patrick or I, honestly. Um, but yeah, I, I just want him in every interview to wear a shirt that says, reminder, I give no fucks. Like, because that is how he approaches every question where he's just like, yeah. And that's weird. We don't, we've never really had anyone like that. I mean, Corpy is like that a little bit, but Corpy still has a little bit of like humor to him. And, you know, he's over the course of him being in Columbus, he's sort of warmed up to doing interviews and stuff, especially once he became like, you know, the one a goalie after Bob left. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I do find him a bit abrasive, but I love it. I'm so into it. I think it's so good. I like, I just like the forwardness. Like I, like, you know how much, and I, taking his name in vain right now sounds really really gross but like I know I've said it on the podcast before where like I was getting frustrated in post-game you know interviews when Nick Felino would like talk as if there wasn't a, a massive like he was re- literally the dog in the meme where he's sitting at the kitchen table drinking coffee and everything's on fire and he says this is fine like with Patrick Line, like I never expect to get that. And I love that. Like I love that out of people generally. Like I don't want somebody to sugarcoat shit for me. Like, and he doesn't. Like he like, I know he's not Australian, but homie eats like Vegemite. Like <laughs> he is like full of flavor. It's just sometimes not the flavor you want to taste. But it's yeah. flavorful. Yeah, I can see how that is appealing. I think it's just jarring to me. Because you are definitely more straightforward than I am as a person. And so it just, it's jarring to me sometimes. I do like it though, when other guys have moments like that, like I've liked it recently before Zach got injured, when he would be like, we fucking sucked. And we found a way to lose. So here we are. That's because he was playing hockey with his guts in the wrong places. Like he was, so he yeah. was like, so he was like, fuck you all. Like play hockey better. I'm literally like my intestine is somewhere. It shouldn't be like, like, isn't that what a hernia is? I don't know. Yeah, no, it's when your intestines break through your stomach muscles and then get continuously squished every time you move your stomach muscles. You can also, well, dudes can also get like groin area hernias too, but that's not where his was. His was a sports hernia. Isn't that literally when your intestines go into your whole ass nut sack? Yeah. On this episode of Subjectively Speaking, anatomy. (laughs) But no, his was a sports hernia, so it's definitely his abdominal muscles, which were the issue. I'm actually surprised he didn't, since he's been dealing with it for a while, um that he hasn't had surgery but and maybe that'll be something that they address in the in the off season if it needs surgically repaired but I thought they said he was getting surgery I don't know I meant to made that up I thought they said at some point he was getting surgery to address it maybe I don't I'm not sure I mean I only know about Boone and his 
I was just going to say, what do you mean? Has there been other things going on in Blue Jackets land that have taken up more of your attention than whether or not Zach needs surgery to fix his sports hernia? Oh, no, nothing really. I didn't think so. Again, we're not talking about it in this episode. Right. Yeah, no, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't think there's anything. <laughs> um, yeah, so and uh, to circle back, Patrick Laine is just abrasive and I need to this season we're going to just after it's over it's over we don't talk about it <laughs> we just <laughs> we just reload as the armo has started to say a new motto for laura is embrace the abrasive <laughs> is that going to be a shirt for us honestly stay tuned because i just think that we are going to have way too many good merch ideas for all of you like i feel like all of your wardrobe is going to be subjectively speaking gear and it's going to be so lit. I don't know why I chose this. You said it's going to be my. <laughs> like literally the moment it came out of my mouth, I was like, mistake. You're too old to say that word. It's not even that. I've just literally never heard you say it. Like I just, I've like... never said it. <laughs> I think I'm going to clip this and put it on Twitter. I just feel like this is going to be something that actually makes it somewhere. Because <laughs> this is funny. Um wow so anyway might as well have dabbed in that very moment that was embarrassing never too late you know what i mean i am old i feel so powerful being the producer of this situation because i can do whatever i want on camera and you'll never have the ability to expose me because all of the files are saved to my computer that is true but i'm pretty sure i can get into your computer what kind of hacker nonsense (laughs) out here i got Max got that fingerprint ID, and unless you're taking my digit, bitch, I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know. Jeremy falls asleep on couch. Laura, <laughs> take finger. Oh my god, everybody's gonna be afraid of you, Miss Girl. Hey, I'm, I'm Connor Murphy, and you're Max Domi. What? What? <laughs> I'm small. Oh, God, this is a broken podcast, but you know what? We don't want to fix it. No, we don't. It's we fine. Have, we have no intentions of fixing it. So, yeah, the Blue Jackets have 12 games left. I know. It's just, yeah, and I just think about it, right? And I'm just like, okay. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I, it's nice to see, like, obviously some other guys getting an opportunity to, you know, rotate through. I'm sure Torts will do that. I know they brought some interesting people up into the taxi squad today. Um, so we'll see. Cole Sherwood, hometown boy, got his first NHL point tonight, um, which I thought he had gotten a point before, but maybe I'm uh, clearly I'm wrong about that, but. Well, it could also have been like he played a lot of preseason hockey too. And I know we've been to preseason games. And if he ever would have scored a goal or gotten an assist or anything, like that doesn't count like toward the actual situation. Oh my God. <laughs> Someone so major scrolled back in our Twitter for you. Oh, I love that. Our Twitter, I've had so much fun on Twitter over the course of the last few days. Oh, our Twitter is awesome sauce i have to say that it is pretty sometimes people scare me but like i am into it 
Did you just see what I was talking about? I did, yeah. I, yeah, <laughs> I like and enjoying a lot of the interactions that we're having. Our following is pretty great. Y'all are pretty great. We appreciate y'all a lot. We do. Um, I want to go on record by saying I don't think we should ever guess the goal, the period in which Cam Atkinson scores a goal ever again for our friends at Romeo's Pizza. I mean, I love them so much. We have never gotten that right. We have never gotten it right. And to everyone, I know. I give him just as much shit as I give him grace, but someone that we follow on Twitter this evening popped off on Cam and I was offended. But I know he's not having a good season. But we have 12 games left. Just let the man live. I don't know why I thought you were going to say we have 12 players left. <laughs> Essentially, we have 12 <laughs> players left. It's like, wow, when you put it that way. And eight of them are injured. Um, no, like, just let the man live. Like, he already knows that this is not a season. He is also going to take this season and wipe it from his memory. Like, Let's just let him live and stop being dicks towards him. He's losing a lot of hockey and a lot of friends, guys. Yeah. His best friend moved to Canada. <laughs> Wait, that's actually so funny. If you just say it like that, like that's actually so good. Oh my God. Wow. I, yeah, I don't want to get too much into it because like Laura said, we're going to record a, <laughs> When we when we are more emotionally prepared to have the conversation about the trade deadline, we will do it. I also like want to talk a little bit about like the trade deadline elsewhere too, so that'll be fun. But um, but yeah, so that's just a matter of fact, and like that's where we're at. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not a ton to talk about in this game, right? Because like instead of like instead of having the conversation of like here's how they need to turn it around. Like, here's how this, like, it's literally like back to that thing that I had mentioned a few weeks ago where it's like, I don't care if they lose hockey games. Like, I just want to see people perform. And, and I mean, like you said, like Cole Sherwood gets his first NHL point of his career. Patrick Laine scores two goals. Um, he scored three in the last two games, which is just like, also just a testament to like what we've always heard about the player, which is like, he is so streaky. So it's like, you know, this is kind of tracking for what he does. And so I don't know. I, it, I don't feel gross or bad or sad after this game, like to go into overtime, which I have to say, and, and not to get too deep into the trade deadline, but I, this is a team in Chicago that if you would have told me a few weeks ago was going to be selling the way that they did at the deadline, I would have been shocked. Um, and I mean, obviously like, it's not like they were selling, pieces like Kirby Doc or or Patrick Kane or anything like that like obviously not but I was surprised by that and I just would have lost that bet a few weeks ago so I was a little bit curious to see how they were going to come out and play tonight because they to me have been a lot more in the hunt than the Blue Jackets and the way that they the way that they acted yesterday at the trade deadline or today oh my god today at the trade deadline um did not speak to me like a team that like expects that they have a chance to make the playoffs. Yeah, it was. Yeah. 
I agree wholeheartedly with you. I'm just so glad to not have to play them anymore this season, to not have to see Patrick Kane one more time on the ice with us. Like, truly, I just feel like out of all of the teams, with the exception of, like, our new quote-unquote rivals, like Tampa and Florida, um, this has been the team that has just put us through the ringer for all eight games. And I'm just, I'm tired. I'm tired and I don't want to play them anymore. And I want back to our regular schedule. Let me tell you, they want to keep playing us. I know we make them better. So much better. But we, we need a break. I'm really shitting on Chicago. Like I, they actually are only still two points out of the playoffs, but like, I don't know. Well, I mean, I think that they are probably just weighing their odds based on, you know, what Dallas and Nashville, you know, are looking like, you know, clearly they, all three of them know that we're out of contention for the space. So, um, you know, I think they're just they're just weighing their odds, probably, and they probably feel confident enough that if they did make it in, you know, they'd probably play the Hurricanes at this point, and so they would get. I think they've done pretty well against the Hurricanes this year, so like, probably be an even, even matchup. I can't wait to see what that turns into, like the playoff situation in the in the central, because I mean, like, it's so unclear who is gonna win the central at this point. They keep they keep flipping who yeah. the lead and each of the the top three like keep having sort of weird, you know, granted any weird streak that they go through ends whenever they play us. Correct. So, well, out of the yeah, the top three right now are all separated by two points total. Tampa Bay and Carolina both have 41 games played, have 58 points. Um, and then Florida has played 42 games and they have 56. So they're a little bit further, like not further out of it, but like my my thought is that it's either gonna come down to Carolina or Tampa Bay. They're in that first spot. And I think it's gonna be Tampa Bay. Like I like, I just can't foresee them not winning the central. Well, and they just, like, they hate to not be number one. It burns their biscuits so much. So they're going to probably really push these last, you know, 12, 13 games that they had. Because you said they've played 41. Yes, they've got 15 left, yeah. Okay, so they're probably going to really push. They know they're probably going to get another four points from us. So... You know, there's an easy, easy time for them. You would think that they will. Because we'll be too distracted seeing David Savard in the wrong jersey. Um, but that's for another episode. Uh-oh. Take a shot. Hey, listeners, re- re-listen to this episode for two reasons. One, it gives us more listens. And two, you can play a fun drinking game that is take a shot for every time Laura and I says, but we won't get into that on this episode. 
or whatever it is we've been saying. The emotions are still very raw. I can't help it. My mom called me twice today to check on how I was doing. We love a wellness check. I, I can't believe as we record this podcast Monday, the 12th, the day of the deadline at 11.36 p.m., I still can't believe that that was today. <laughs> like, because most of everything for us happened yesterday. So like, I keep forgetting that like things happened today. I think it's just the fact that oh, we got to stop talking about it because <laughs> we're going to talk about it in another episode. <laughs> and you're going to listen. And you're going to love it. Or else we'll be so pissed. Um. The other bummer today that's outside of the trade deadline, and I tweeted about this. I don't know if you saw it, but Yarmo basically confirmed that we're not going to see Gus at all. So, yeah, yeah, but I mean, listen, it makes no, total I know. sense. I just miss him, and it I did too. To like see him and his cute little face on the ice just once, but I also know that they put a lot of money into his shoulder and. They don't want to screw it up. So. Laura, I know you're still a toddler Blue Jackets fan. Mm-hmm. And I respect that and understand that. But I think by now you know that he would go out to play the 56th game of the season and he would literally lose his shoulder on the ice. Oh, yeah. A, a skater would have a psychotic break, come out oh. and <laughs> cut his arm off with a skate. Oh, my. What kind of happy Gilmore nonsense? No, I know. And like I said in our tweet, I am happy that they're prioritizing his health and wanting to make sure that he doesn't screw up his healing progression. But it's just a bummer because it's Gus. And to have not had him for a whole season has been sad. It has been sad. Hopefully just means that he's going to come out like lightning. He's not really that fast though, but like huh. older lightning this fall when we get started again. I am certainly rooting for that. Reloaded, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> I totally get what never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I just say <laughs> I just say I just saved our listeners a shot. You did. They're <laughs> inebriated. Um, so yeah, so that's basically the um, gist of this evening. We lost. They didn't play terribly. You know, it just is what it is at this point. Um, we play again on Thursday. They have two days off, which is probably good. They have not had more than one day off in like two weeks. It's been a while, yeah. So It'll be good for them to have, I think they're giving them all of tomorrow off. They really should at this point, right? Like, Which will be nice, yeah. And then probably like a practice on Wednesday before they fly to Dallas. But we will play Dallas on Thursday. Um, I feel like it's been a minute since we've seen Dallas. Yeah, the last time we played Dallas was March 5th, 6th. Okay, so yeah, it's been over a month. Um, you know, obviously Dallas is very much so a contender for that fourth playoff spot. So I'm sure that they are going to be eager to steal those four points from us. But at this point, we might as well just gift wrap them to them. 
And listen, I mean, the the further down we fall, like the better our odds are to get a good a good draft pick. I, one of the things that Yarma said today was like he talked specifically about like being in Finland and like watching Finnish. I think he's definitely going to go after that Atu Rati human that we've talked mm-hmm. about before. I think I've mentioned him on the podcast, and if not, it's been our, in our conversations. Um, so that'll be fascinating. I'm just I'm super. Super interested to see where that goes. I mean, it's a different kind of fun to me. Like, I, I know it's not fun to you, but like, I think that that as somebody who's like, I I really do try to take pride in like being a student of the game and like trying to be more in tune with like which prospects are good, like where the jackets need to go to try to develop and like what I, I'm excited to see what happens with what Yarma does with these three picks. I don't think he'll make all three picks, but I'm excited no. to see. I'm excited to see what what that turns into for the Blue Jackets. No, I definitely think one or two of those picks are going to go towards a a much larger deal that hopefully involves a top line center. One hundred percent. Y'all picked the right off. Like we picked the right season. Because this off season is going to be a good ass time to listen to this podcast. It's going to be crazy. I can't wait. I'm so excited. And I'm it's so excited. exciting for me too. It's just more emotionally driven. It takes me longer to get over things than it does you. I'm a very anxious person. I'm on two medications for it. So like, let's be real. Um, and the stigma girl. Yeah, normalize being medicated properly. Um, but yeah, so I just get more emotional. But I do, I enjoy, I love, I don't understand Yarmo. I'm really kind of intimidated by him. Jeremy and I may have been in a restaurant with him the other day. Can't confirm or deny. All I know is that it was a bald man that kind of looked like him. With nhl people yeah it was definitely i think it was the officials for the game which i don't know if they fraternized but like yeah but just the thought of being and again jeremy did point out that we have been in the same room together it's just a room the size of a restaurant versus nationwide arena is a much closer contact than before but that is true i just felt anxious at the thought of being in close vicinity to that man. And I think that's why today feels like, or why it feels like the trade deadline was yesterday because today was such a long day of just that anxiety of wondering if Yarmo was going to just like drop a bomb and do like a six team trade where we ended up with all of the first round draft picks. <laughs> But they're gonna have to take another damn shot. Oh god damn it. <laughs> we need to get the fuck out of here before we keep doing this. We're gonna end the episode. I want to end the episode though first on a more serious note. Um, I just wanted to shout out the Minnesota Wild and their decision to postpone their game tonight. Um, the Minnesota Wild decided to postpone their game in light of the tragic shooting and killing of Dante Wright in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, which is a suburb um, of St. Paul, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Um, and so uh, I just want to 
commend the wild for 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 letting the focus of today not be on hockey and similarly every other sports you know franchise in the city doing something similar today and so us as subjectively speaking um you know obviously want to continue to portray the message and and the understanding that black lives matter that uh the life of dante uh, of dante Wright mattered and that what the minnesota wild are doing right now it matters and so um mad props to the minnesota wild for that today 100 percent um but you know laura i'll throw it over to you to wrap it up the way we normally do on a much lighter note (laughs) a little bit uh, a little bit ago follow us on social media if you haven't already we are at subjectively pod on twitter and instagram uh twitter is our happy place so good even though sometimes some people scare me uh we get a little a little passionate although i should relate to them because i you are the queen of passion but i just choose not to put it out onto social media um but we love our twitter followers instagram has been great this week it was really sad i almost took a screenshot of it but like our top row and our grid was just like goodbye to the three people that we're going to talk about in another episode um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and it was just so sad um and yeah it it just was was so sad um but yeah so follow us and rate review and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are listening to us on I know it probably seems trivial, but it does help us like get noticed and draw more people um, to the podcast and to our content. And just another like small shout out, but congratulations to Elvis and his wife. They're expecting their first baby. They did their gender reveal at the arena. It made me cry. Um, But Elvis is going to be a dad in September. Um, They're having a little boy. Uh, so congratulations to the Mers Lincolns and can't wait to see how incredibly freaking handsome that baby's gonna be. Without a doubt, especially, I mean, like the jeans that those two are carrying, there's no way. Oh, they're gorgeous. I mean, the very two- gorgeous humans. Hollywood gorgeous. Maybe that's what's next. Is Hollywood for Elvis? Yeah. Who knows? But anyway, folks, we we really do appreciate you taking the time to listen. Uh, We hope you continue to listen. I know that for a lot of folks, this season isn't worth watching anymore. Um, But hopefully the folks who listen to this podcast are still tuning in, still watching, still enjoying, getting the chance to go to games if you can. Um, But until we get the chance to connect again, whether that be on a special episode, whether that be uh, on a recap episode, we're so grateful for you. We hope you stay well. We hope you stay safe. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye.